You're listening to Sunday Funday. I'm your host Shauna and on this podcast I talk about anything and who knows what that will be and sometimes I interview some people so make sure you listen and thank you for listening to this episode but anyways don't forget to subscribe, review, rate and share my podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Wait, stop. If you are listening to this podcast, which you probably are, if you really love listening to Sunday Funday and supporting this podcast, please go and vote Sunday Funday for the Irish Podcast Awards as it will mean so much to me and so much for the podcast. It will mean so much of things for it. And if you can, can make, make sure you can vote more than once because you can. So every day or so, get on there and vote for Sunday Funday for the Irish podcast listener awards as will mean so much to me but yeah make sure you go and vote for Sunday fun day thank you everyone hello and you are very welcome to episode 122 of Sunday fun day I'm Shauna and you are very welcome to this week's podcast coming up in this week's podcast I'll be talking all things about support acts and anything related to them I'll also be talking about how dealing with like grief when you're in school at a young age could have its difficulties and be different as you get older, as an older person. And I'll also be talking about kind of TV shows that I would like to be on. Um, But as for my week, it's been quite interesting, but not too interesting compared to other weeks. But on Monday, I like some days I'd let her go round and I'll see a lot like a good bit I'll be like that'll be good for the podcast and other days I'll have days and I'll be like okay that's not good for the podcast I shouldn't share it so yeah I'm gonna start off with Monday and firstly how my day went on Monday um firstly I started off walked into college normal day and uh, I saw these group of young lads and um, they're playing a game of cards um in the morning so I was like that's quite interesting and then went for lunch with my friend and we're across from a from a person across from us and I kid you not I was there I got a lovely roast dinner I was like yes finally get a roast dinner in college because that's one thing I was kind of looking forward to and hadn't been in there yet and across from me was a woman and she also had a roast dinner and a salad okay fair enough starters in the main course I'm fine with that but don't mind or dessert whichever you wanted to do with your salad um but she decided to get the coleslaw off the salad and mix it in with the spuds, the gravy and the stuffing. I was here and I was, I was like, don't look because if I look, my turkey will make a reappearance. And I did not want that to happen. So I was like trying to look in a different direction, even though like it was already across the table. Across the table, I was like, oh god. And then when she went up, I was like, did you see what your aunt's doing to my friend? And she's like, yep, I saw that. And she was just like, it was disgusting. Like, why would you do that? Um, but yeah, and then there was also another lad across the canteen. Well, not across the canteen, just like kind of the second table or whatever, like from us. And he was there and he got his dinner, fair enough. And he had a, like his veg left over or whatever and he got his veg and he was literally using a spoon and putting it into like those travel cups I was like 
what the hell am I witnessing here now? It's all just in the space of like a few minutes. So that was eventful. And then also Monday, um, my TikTok and podcast were going crazy. Uh, TikTok like has gone up to 3.7k which is like really good and gone up like 100 followers in like the last week compared to the last nine months of this year that's pretty good considering I've been stuck on 3.6k for the last nine months quite literally so thank you all who, who have been following and listening to the podcast literally last Monday 97 95 plays on the podcast I I kept looking at it I was like what the hell is going on here because I never get that much I'm lucky to get 10 plays on a Monday let alone 95 so thank you all so much for the love and support and even to those who've been like showing like sharing love with my new tattoo and all that it's just been amazing um and also, as I'm speaking about the podcast, it is your last few days to vote. If you want to vote for Sunday Funday in the Irish Podcast Awards, pretty sure they're ending on Thursday, but I'll just have to double check that. But I'm pretty sure it's the 19th of, 19th of October. So make sure you get voting. Vote more than once. Share to your family. Share to your friends. You know the drill at this rate. I've been telling you this for the last couple of weeks. So hopefully Sunday Funday gets shortlisted for the Irish Podcast Awards. But as for Tuesday and Wednesday, nothing too exciting. Exciting, literally just had college. Like it's just the same thing every day. I'd, I'd like I wasn't really looking at anything for like content wise. So that's probably why nothing too exciting happened. Thursday I went for McDonald's and I was like hanging out with one of my friends. And that's really, I had like only two lectures and it's like literally only three hours I'm in college for. And then the rest of the day, I'm just doing podcast work and stuff. And also this week, I've started to try to get like my podcast organized with topics and stuff. Because I know every like couple of weeks, I'd forget to write down what I've done on the podcast and I forget I've done it. And then I'll end up doing it again. So I'm trying not to do that ever again. And then I nearly made bags of episode 117 i think it was or 18 one from a few weeks ago anyways and i was like oh why is there an intro in the middle of segment one and then i deleted and i was like oh wait now i realize what that podcast was and so then i had to go get that intro and put it back in and so then i had to put that so you saw it on instagram or instagram tiktok facebook all that i said i put up a message anyways and i also put in the description when the podcast was actually released so people from the future will never get confused even though that's going to annoy me for so many years that episode 117 is just in the middle of like episode 121 and then obviously 122 122 so that's going to annoy me but i'm sure after a few years i'll get over it and like surely there's more mistakes to be made with the podcast who knows but um yeah, that was Thursday. And then Friday, um, which is kind of yesterday by the time of recording this podcast, I just had work and I've been providing samples of Muju milk to people. And I was also doing that today, which is Saturday, today is Saturday. So nothing too exciting. Um, But it's also so weird. Like people come up to me and be like, oh, like ask for a sample. Then you'll always get this one person and they'll, have an interesting story or they'll be talking to you and this old one came up to me because fair play to you doing that i did that 
15 years ago, it's a very tough job. And I go, yeah, yeah, it's not too bad now, blah, blah, blah. And she goes, yeah, God help you though. You're in the fridge section. And goes, yeah, it's pretty cold. Like, you know, all that jazz. And the other one goes, yeah, I got ammonia from that. I'm like, thanks for your positivity, I guess. But uh, yeah, that was kind of interesting. I was like, okay, now it's just, yeah, that was kind of eventful, let's just say. But yeah, as for Saturday, like you say it's Saturday and obviously Saturday is like my busiest day. Like I'm recording this podcast now and I love recording the podcast. But literally as soon as this podcast is out and ready to go for the morning, I'm going to sleep. Um, but yeah, so I had obviously work. Then I had the radio only like a few hours ago with Carlo FM. If you ever want to listen to me on Carlo FM, just search them up there. They're on Instagram and Facebook and you can tune in. And I'm on from 6 to 8 every Saturday night. So make sure you do tune in. It's all the best alternative music show in the country. Like, not on Carlo FM, in the country. Trust me, you want to tune in. Um, But yeah, and also literally today, like, if you remember from last week, I said, oh yeah, one well, of my TikToks blown up. Posted another one last night. I was like, oh, this is not doing well. Went to bed. Woke up this morning. Okay, 100 likes. Not too bad. It's like going slow. By the time, like, four hours into work, not even four, could be three, I was at a thousand likes, likes, I was like, what is going on here? And it was kind of a similar TikTok to last week. I was like, am I seriously having a pre of, like, last Saturday again? So, if I do have time when the when TikTok's doing well or not, I'll try to go live tomorrow night, so, which will be Sunday. So, make sure you are following me on TikTok and other social media, so, like, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Wait, no, Facebook's not at Seanadol26. Twitter at Seanadol26. Facebook is at Sunday Funday. And you can always get in touch by emailing Podcast at yahoo.com. So tonight as I'm recording this podcast, the Saw Doctors would have announced during the week that they had decided to play the Irish rugby match before... They're set in the Tree Olympia Theatre in Dublin. So I've decided to talk all things about support acts because it's just thought that would be actually an interesting topic to talk about on the podcast. So why not do it? Um so to anyone that did see the obviously rugby match in the Tree Olympia, please let me know what it was like. I would love to know. Uh you can always let me know on social media or you can always drop an email. But I've decided to talk all things about supporting acts, as I said. Because we've all seen them no matter what concert we've been to. And I'm going to just get straight into it. Now, this is all left, right and centre. It's all over the place now, if I'm being honest with you. With, like, the support acts that I've seen. So I'm going to be, like, going back and forth, like, from different concerts. They're not in order. So just bear that in mind. And I'm going to firstly start off with the rock band that supported the two Johnnies in Wexford. Like, obviously, when the two Johnnies were in Wexford, they had this rock band, Welshie, and obviously then themselves. Um, I can't even remember the name of the rock band, to be honest. Um, they were, they could have been better, let's just say, but I don't think screaming into microphones is my thing that they, um... Awesome, probably because I was more wanting to see the two Johnnies more than a rock band, let's be honest. Um, 
But yeah, I remember people going, like, people going, they're like, oh, you're looking forward to seeing two giants ask a card. And they go, one of them goes, it's literally just one person goes, yeah, like, something better than you or said some smart comment. I was like, oh, God, this is so, it was just so funny, like, <laughs> um, but yeah, that rock band was, hmm, I don't know. Probably not my cup of tea. But then Welsh came on and he was amazing. Then two Johnny's like they left their mark in Wexford, let's just say. But yeah, that was the Wexford gig last year and Welsh, as I said, was incredible. Like any DJ I think is my kind of my type of thing for a concert. Um but then also speaking of the two Johnnies, um, they obviously had their points in the field. All the support acts for that this year were incredible. Obviously, there was DJ Flip and a few others, which I'll kind of briefly mention in a m- moment. I think I don't think do I have that wrote down? Oh yes, I do have it wrote down. Never mind. Uh, let's just get get going into this more. Um, but yeah, points in the field was incredible. All the support acts we reached. Like, it just has me excited for Points in the Field next year. Like, people know I love the Johnny's and just when they have, when there's good support hacks, it's really good. But, yeah. Um, uh, and also, as I said, speaking of the two Johnny's, there was also the Tree Arena, the first Tree Arena show they did. And they had Tom, Tom O'Mahony and he was so good. Like, he was so funny. Like, you're laughing the whole time he was on. And, like, even now he's been, like, Tom Manny himself, he's been, like, warming up the audience for the late, late, and so on. You see a few clips of him doing bits in here, the other. And he's just so funny. Like, I'm always laughing whenever I see him. It's just, like, hilarious. So, yeah, he's really good. Um, then another support act I have seen live was Ryan Mack. He was support act for band new rules now the concert i went to was with a friend um and i probably shouldn't have went to that concert because if people remember going back two years ago like i was really sick i was even in hospital and everything with bad stomach aches and all and i shouldn't have went but i'm that person that doesn't like saying no to things and this is kind of like wednesday and the concert was friday and i said yeah to it and i Enjoyed Ryan Mac because I seen like a few of his he heard a few of his songs or whatever on TikTok and New Rules is good as well. But I remember I was dying and the crowd was standing up. I was like, and I could barely stand up. Like I could barely move, let alone stand. So um, yeah, that was a kind of eventful. But once I got home to my bed, I was happy. But. Note to self, don't go when you're sick. And then, like, a few weeks later, two giants were meant to do their first show, and then it was rescheduled. So, yeah. And then was I also then ended up on beat. So, all ended well in the end, I guess. So, can't complain too much. And then, as I'm speaking kind of about um support acts still, the ones I've seen, I've also, as people know from last year's podcast, I was in the audience for the Ultimate Irish Playlist, and there was a comedian... Now, I kind of forget her name, but she was so funny. Like, she was interacting with the crowd and, like, she'd be interacting with people in the front row and, like, where are you from, all this stuff. And she'd come up with kind of on the spot. And then people, like, in the second row were like, 
absolutely shaking it because they're like oh no we gonna have to like talk to this one now as well like because so funny because she's like oh you're nervous now like you could be on the telly now so it was so funny and like having a good comedian before a concert is also a good thing as well like having a good belly laugh it's just i just love a good belly laugh um but yeah but things that i kind of really do like about support acts because sometimes you have a support act and they're like meh they're okay they're not incredible but they're okay um but I always prefer a DJ over like a live band or just a person singing in general like I'm obviously going to a concert to see the main act so I mean like am I really too pushed about seeing the support act kind of but not really. Uh, so DJs are my favourite. They do it best. They're playing all the upbeat songs. They're playing the ones that are in the charts. They're playing the older ones. Like, I know, like, I just mentioned DJ Flip was, like, support act for Two Johnnies and Long Way, Fergal Darcy and Ch- Tracy Clifford. They were incredible. Like, they also so play, like, they play a mix of different songs. So, like, they played some from the 90s, from the, two like, early 2000s and even like 2010s or whatever it's just so good because there are like a lot of throwback songs as well it's like the ones that you be singing out loud to in your bedroom but instead you're in a concert which just just feels so good so yeah i really do prefer a dj over anyone singing and and also if the person can get the crowd going and like not just have like one person shout back at you but the whole crowd is just even better because it makes it more like exciting and better build up to the concert. Um so the crowd interaction is kind of important. And I know I did mention the two Johnnies there, but they I remember from one of their three arena shows, I think it was the last one they did, like last Christmas, they had a band of man on it and he was so like he got pulled people up in the crowd and it was kind of improv as well, like people were kind of on the spot. He's like Okay, I want you to make up a song, say something about this, and he'll make a song up about that scenario on the spot. It was so funny. It was just hilarious. So definitely having, like, the crowd interacting is always, like, a benefit. Um, But, yeah, as I was kind of coming up with this, I then remembered with, when I was, do, like, thinking of support hacks, I remembered... That I saw a TikTok going back a while ago where Ed Sheeran was his support act. So I was like, okay, I'm definitely going to have to look at this a bit more just for the podcast now that I'm doing like support acts for it. And I was like, so I went on to Google and I found from standard.co.uk that that's my source. I'm getting you like practice at using like my references and all. So that's where I kind of found this article. And it was Ed Sheeran's concert in Maryland. Um, and Kaliad or Kiliad, I don't know what the person's name was. But apparently, like, the person was in a car crash before and, like, the support act. So, obviously, he had no support act. And he wasn't going to, like, have the audience sit there being, like, none. So, he ended up going out on the stage and played, like, songs from his Subtract album. So, like... He basically gave his con his like audience two concerts in one. So like that's kind of good. 
Because sometimes, like, I know I went to see Ed Sheeran before, and it was Macy Peters, and, like, I think there was one or two others as well. And they're all right, but, like, they're people that not everyone have heard their songs of before. Maybe a few in the crowd, but not many. And it's always great when you go to a concert and you're able to sing, like, word for word, like, from song, like, after, like, from every song, so... That's what I really like when you're able to sing along. But when you can't and you're just there like mumbling away to yourself. It's like a bit awkward like. So yeah it was kind of interesting now when I saw that now. Um, So yeah and also I did ask people on Instagram and Facebook um, for their thoughts or like what was like what support acts they seen. But they no one got back to me. Disgraces of his listeners but um. If you do come up with anything during the week, you can always still let me know. Seanadal26 on Instagram, TikTok and Twitter. Facebook is at Sunday Funday. And you can always email the podcast at sundayfundaypodcast at yahoo.com. So since I got my idea for segment one online, I decided... Then I saw another thing online, I was like, that'll also be another good topic for the podcast, so why not do it for segment two? So, basically, as I said in the intro, I've decided to talk all things like in secondary school and dealing with grief and all, um, because during the week I saw Sequa, um, I think I pronounced her name right, I'm always mispronouncing everyone's names wrong, I apologise, but she does makeup and everything on TikTok, she's 17, and she also talks about grief, which I really love her. She's just, she just seems like such a lovely person and her content is so relatable and she's so open and honest, which I, it's just so lovely and I know how she's also feeling as well. And she made a video during the week, what it's like being in school type of thing and being young after losing a parent um, or after losing a loved one and everything that she said in that video, I 110% agree with what she said like I remember seeing the video and I'm just like when I it comes to something personal I just don't like commenting on someone's video so I'm much rather going to Instagram and just sit send like a little DM or whatever um and I was like I totally agree with you and I was just we're just like I just sent her a message and you know just hoping she's okay and all um so what I decided why not get into this because obviously I lost my dad um, the end of second year coming up to the end of end of second year so obviously I have had the, quite the experience let's just say around this topic so I'm going to get straight into it and start from the start um, which would have been in second slash third year like the end of second year going into third year so obviously I was lucky third year wasn't that long because Covid hit. Um, Covid just came down on top of us all of a sudden overnight. Um, but for the start of second year, like well, the end of second year when it, everything happened, because it was during Easter and came back to school, just put on my brave face and just got out of my comfort zone because my teachers were even surprised to see me back. Like my dad passed away. Say this Monday it was the start of Easter, literally the first day of the Easter holidays, and then come. And then we had a week off, obviously, after that, because you had two weeks off at Easter. Then it's back in the week after. And I went in, I was just like, you know what? A few weeks left, I'll be fine. Um, But trust me, going to school was so hard some of those days. But I did it. 
um and I remember like teachers like fair play for you coming in like I remember like being in the lobby in school and teachers just coming in and giving me a hug I was like I didn't know how to feel like I was just numb like I didn't even want to cry I just didn't have any feelings it just felt so weird but yeah I still remember the teachers coming in they smile and goes oh you okay Shauna all this I was like yeah I don't know how to feel though like because it was only a week well two weeks kind of week or two weeks after everything happening so I didn't know how to feel at that time so yeah and obviously everyone cared down and some of them remembered throughout third year and a lot of them like half forgot what happened so but when everything, anything was said, it'll put the reminder in everyone's head. And then there'll be like an awkward silence or the awkward stare across the classroom. And it just never felt comfortable to be in like that environment. Because like no one teacher's given out to you for over something ridiculous when you're in primary school. And the whole class stares at you. It's literally like that. And it's like pin drop silence kind of thing. Um, so... It was never great. Like, I remember being in, like, French and Irish and the teacher would be like, oh, tell us about your family and all. And I'll have to say, oh, God, there's training my family. I have my mom and my sister. Or even they'll go, oh, go home and write out a description of your mom, write out a description of your dad and your sister. I just remember, like, there was some of the hardest things. And then they go in the next day and the teacher would be like, okay, can you read it out? Can you talk about it? And I'll be like, it'd be just so hard. I remember, like, people staring and just going, like, kind of giving, like, the aww type of vibes. So that was never fun. I never liked that. Like, I still remember the first time I had to say, like, realise that, oh, God, there's no longer four in the house. There's three. So, like, I remember I was, like, in CSP or something. The teacher's like, okay, how many people are in your household? And I was like, oh, God, now I actually have to say three now. Like, what the hell? It just just didn't feel right. So, yeah. And I just remember everyone just staring. It just wasn't great. Um, yeah, that was second slash third year. And then moving on to transition year when things are okay, but it slowly starts changed with everyone in school. Like, I think when you're in school and you lose a parent while you you are in school everyone just treats you differently like I just found that 100% like so clear um like I remember I started TY this is how my TY started it just wasn't a great thing like I was it was after being in lockdown for six months and I remember I used to always share the two Johnny's on Snapchat, like, I might share their podcast, I might show, like, if they did a new book coming out, a new song, I'd get so excited over those things, because it was literally the only thing keeping me going during those six months, because, let's be honest, lockdown was lonely as it was, but to be dealing with grief at the same time, it just wasn't a thing, so obviously, two Johnny's obviously kept my mind occupied a lot that time, and I remember this girl, I was in my year in school. I think she's kind of jealous of me. I was saying this to a friend during the week. I did, like, I don't know. She just gives me that vibe. She's jealous ever since third year. Um, But I remember being on Snapchat, like, oh, I can't wait to get the book for my birthday. Because the uh, Two Giants book, Come Here in Italia, was coming out. Or 
it could have been like dance in my kitchen or something like that was coming out and i got really excited over it um because it was like kind of the first thing two times like had out in a couple of months or whatever like other than the podcast i just got so excited over it and i just shared it to my snapchat story and one girl from this girl from school replies why are you so obsessed with the two johnnies but uh like like i never i only half swiped open so i wasn't gonna open it fully because i just didn't well i just wasn't in the mood at that time to be fair and a few hours later she had the message deleted which I obviously seen it, but she didn't realise I seen it. I was like, what a little, you know, it was just a horrible thing to do. But yeah, as people know, like I also did find my passion in TY for podcasting and radio because there was an option to do radio production and we learned about podcasting and do bits of radio and stuff and I just found a really big interest in this and I was like you know what I want to make this career like this is the job I want and it still is the job I want like this is where like the birth of my podcast came from let's be honest um so obviously once I was occupied with something else because obviously I was the whole time showing the podcast and I was on TikTok I just always came across happy I didn't really show much of my dad am I showing the one odd video here and there but like people didn't realize I may be doing something that I enjoy and getting a few like achieving a few small goals in my my life what they don't realize is achieving a small goal like say when I got the first thousand followers on TikTok or when I put out my first podcast episode with Kelly those are some of the hard things in my life because I'm always after doing something that I always wanted to do. And all I, anytime something happens with the podcast or TikTok or anything, all I ever want to do is just tell my dad, be able to have the conversation, say, Dad, look, this is what happened today. What would you think of this? Just to hear his thoughts back. It's kind of different if you get me. So people never really understood that and they had completely forgotten what I had been through I think like they hadn't forgotten like they knew but at the same time they kind of for- they would forget how I would be feeling on a regular basis so that was never great and also I remember there was a new career guidance teacher and he got told oh go have like chat oh like have a conversation with her like take her out of class all that sort of thing but the career guidance teacher, I don't think, was told what happened. And I remember being in the office, in his office, and he'd be like, oh, I heard your dad was in an accident. Is everything all right now? Is your dad okay? And I just had to be like, "Um, he passed away. And it was just so awkward. And know that moment where someone just reminds you of a moment and you just want to cry? That was me, but I just never liked crying in school. I don't like crying in front of people because people just want to give you a hug. Be like, oh, it's fine. Everything will be fine. You're okay. All that sort of thing. And I just never liked that sort of thing. I never liked attention being brought up on me because I remember being at my last Christmas awards last year. I was just talking to my teacher and I just got emotional. And I remember just stepping outside the gym and people were coming in with like after the break or whatever and I remember a few like they all just stared at me just stared like death stare and I, I remember like even one of my friends at the time because like at, at the moment we were just don't seem to be talking or whatever but 
just stared at me, never even, like, asked me was I alright. And she didn't even text me after school, like, until I texted her. She's like, were you okay? So you're upset. You're on. Like, I was like, what the hell? Like, I remember there was a girl a few years below me and she was like, oh my God, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. Like, I didn't want to explain what was happening, but it was just always so hard to even explain why you would be crying. So even though it was all right, cry, but I'm just not that person that likes explaining things. Um. So yeah, then just moving on to fifth and sixth year, uh, what I s- s- just mentioned there, sixth year, like awards there, Christmas, fifth and sixth year was definitely the worst years of my secondary school life because I saw the real side in people. Like there's, I just saw through their fakeness and all that sort of thing. People just weren't like genuine people as what they should have been. Um, like I remember being like coming to that like kind of end of fifth year and there's this one event that just tore everything apart. And um but yeah, as I said, there was that one event that just tore everything apart. And it was because I just wanted to have more privacy when it came to school. Like I sh- shared whatever on the podcast, but I just didn't feel comfortable with how people talk about you behind your back. And, like, I used to have this friend and I used to say everything, like, how I'd feel and, like, how I'd look to... Like, say if I saw a butterfly in a certain place or saw a bird or something like that, I'd tell that person. And then I remember being at, like... A birthday, party, a birthday and then last day of school and she used to she told something about another girl that probably shouldn't have been told like the person was kind of insecure or whatever and she wasn't there and she was told and told the whole year and I was like oh god if this is her with her like what she's saying behind my back is there anything she's saying about me so I just didn't have any trust in the person and so I was just like you know what I just don't feel comfortable like I could I, like, I could sound like a bad person here but I just it's just the way how I was feeling and because after losing someone so young and so close you just no one understands why seeing a butterfly can lighten up your day or anything like that um so yeah and also people never understand no one understands how I'm feeling like, especially come birthdays, anniversaries, all that sort of thing. Like, I remember it was my dad's 50th birthday last year. Like, just before the end of sixth year. It was in February. And I had it up on Instagram and TikTok. Happy birthday, dad. And same thing I put up every year. And I don't know why for the last... For the, for this... Like, because he was 50, we fine. But one girl, the same girl that was like, Oh, why are you so obsessed with the two Johnnies? She went and told my teacher that was my dad's birthday. And then I remember he, the teacher brought me outside the class, which is why he checked up on me, which was happy about. But I didn't like, to, I, I went to school that day. I was vulnerable as it was. like, And I remember like when everyone walked into the classroom, just looked at me. And then I saw your one showing it to the teacher. I was like, oh no, oh no. And I remember they looked at me. It's like, oh God, this is going, not going to go down well. And teacher like brought me outside class and was like, "You okay today?" I heard, 
is this like a day dash should have been it? I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, I'll be fine. But to be honest, like I had it up on social media, whatever, but to be, it to be brought up in school, I was just like, it'd be better like not to say it than brought it up. Like it's nice that you're checking in on me and all, but you didn't have like it didn't really have to be brought up the conversation that deep and I just like she was like, You okay? And I just remember I wanted to cry, but as I said like a few minutes ago, I just did not like crying school because people just look and stare at you. I hated it. So yeah, I just kept it all in that day. So hopefully I'll never have to witness anything like that again. Um but yeah, like even sixth year it was just so weird. Like obviously I had my debs, the even start results, graduation and obviously so a lot of people had both their mum and their dad there with them and obviously that was hard for me just doing those few events and not being like having my dad in the photos at least and I remember I was like for the devs results and there was a person around and she was just talking and she goes oh look everyone has their parents here with them like okay and then the person goes look at us my parents forgot about me or something I was like and this, and I was right beside this person. I was like, "What the hell?" Because I was like, "That's something." And I was like vulnerable as well. I was just, it was it like it was the results day, and I was just, it was a day where I was just really going to want my dad around, and like so, like at this age, like no one ever really thinks before they say things at times, and I just remember being there, like, "Ouch, that hurt." My dad would have been here if he was alive, but you had to come up and say that, like your parents are working. Or whatever they're doing their own thing, but just knowing my mom was there at least, and obviously knew what was after what I was being through over the last few years. Just it just hit harder than what I should have, if you get me. So yeah, literally, like I like, and even like dealing with grief and all, I just saw a real a real side of people, as I said, and it just has me always saying now this generation like there's literally no manners in anyone not well there is a few but most people don't have many manners I think a lot of people can be quite rude these days they don't know how to deal with things and people think it's okay to say something that could bring up something and make a person upset and then be like oh are you okay now um, clearly the person wouldn't be okay, but the person would just say, yeah, I'm fine, yeah, I'm grand. But in reality, you could be after saying something that you probably knew what you said. Just made the day turn upside down. So that was always a common thing. And then, like, no one ever understands when it comes to birthdays and occasions and just how you'd feel and... Yeah, people just don't know how to be kind. And, like, it's just a hard time to be true. And how, like, there's so many people don't know how to deal with grief at a young age. So I think there should be a thing brought into schools where people, like, be taught how to go to a funeral, how to sympathise and all that. Because I remember I was friends with one. She came up to the grave, stared at me when I was being sympathised, kind of gave me a dirty look. I was like, okay. And 
but she didn't even sympathise with me. She came up twice. Like, once with a few girls from school, and then second time with her mum. She didn't even shake hands or give a hug or anything. So, I was just like, I t- that was the moment I realised something should be done in this, for everyone, uh, and being known how to go to a funeral and just have the bare minimum manners. So, yeah, that's kind of just my thoughts and everything of dealing with grief as a young person during school so let me know if you want any more topics like this you can always let me know seanadoyle26 instagram tiktok and twitter facebook is at sunday funday and you can always email the podcast at sunday funday podcast at yahoo.com So, as I said in the intro, I'm going to talk all about, like, TV shows that I'd like to be a part of. Now, however, I do not watch a lot of TV, to be honest. I'm more of a person that prefers, like, podcasts and radio. Like, just prefer listening to something than watching something. Because if I'm to watch something, I'm sitting either, like, on my bed or on the couch. Most likely, I'm going to fall asleep. And that's me being very genuine with the listener here um so obviously i would just prefer radio and podcasting um but since i'm doing like pr and media one of the modules i'm doing is to do a tv so that's why i'm like i'm going to talk about tv shows i'd like to be in like be involved with kind of thing or be in type thing i don't know what you'll say there um but I'm going to start off, like, I would much prefer a chat show over anything else. Like, an interview is just my favourite thing. Like, there's just, I don't know what it is about it. I just really enjoy interviews. So, I'm just going to get straight into it. And I'm going to start off with Dancing with the Stars. And I just realised my iPad's after glitching. And it's after deleting like half my notes. So bear with me on this one. I'm just going to like rub out like some of the words. So this is going to be eventful. So I'm going to start off with the Rose Truly of a TV show that I like to be in. I'd really like to be in this one because it's something that I've always, always watched growing up. My mom, my dad, my sister. And... It's just so wholesome. Like you'd go, like you'd he- see all the girls going on. You'll hear their stories. You'll see their talents. It's just such a lovely like layout to a show, and it just shows like how life can be so different for every person, no matter where they're from. Um, and also my dad always said he would love to see, like me and my sister being on telly. I wanna one or the other like being under us truly so that's why I kind of want that's why I want to be like involved with that bit more um because obviously my dad was a big part of my life um so yeah and also I want to show more awareness towards parent loss as well and I think like the Rose Tralee would be something in line with that like obviously not going to too much detail I guess but just a brief ways doing it like if I was going to Rose train like for my conversation with Dot Yoshe or whatever I'll be definitely say like how I was able to overcome dealing with grief and all like the grief of my dad or whatever and dealing with lockdown straight after that and obviously then the pure lovely people 
that I was in school with. Um, just say how I was able to cope with things and found my passion for something I really enjoy and hopefully like I'm on like decent good radio and doing a good bit with radio then there as well. So something like that would be the dream and obviously it'd be great to do it in honour of my dad. So that's why I would like to be part of the Rose of Tralee. Um, and then another TV show I'd like to take part in, if I was like more well known, I guess, is Dancing with the Stars. Like I love, absolutely love watching this show. Like to be honest, like I prefer like Darren, Darren Garhi and Jennifer Zamparelli doing it over like Nikki Byrne. Um, it just goes so well together, and it's probably because they also work together, maybe. Um. As obviously with 2FM or whatever. So I just absolutely love watching the show since I was like fairly young. Like even with my dad used to be one. I used to watch, watch it with my dad. The only problem is most of the girls when they're dancing, they're wearing high heels. Now I never wore high heels. Well I did because when, uh, when I was trying on my dev dress, you were always like, oh you should try on like heels just in case you're going to wear them with the devs. I was like, I'm not wearing heels. My mom's like, how oh, you would wear heels for the fall? I was like, nope. I'm wearing runners, so that would probably be the only thing about it. If I could wear runners for, like, the whole 12 shows, sign me up. Um, Even though it would be very challenging to learn all the dances, like, if I wear high heels on that, I'm breaking, like, both of my ankles for deafness. So, yeah, that's Dancing with the Stars. I just really do love that show. Um, Obviously, last year's show was really good as well. Like, you had Carl Mullen and, like, a few others on it as well that I really liked watching so I really like when there's like a radio presenter on it because you get to see like if especially if you're following them online or whatever you get to see like the behind the scenes as well which I really like and obviously like um Brian Redmond that's the judge he's also on with KCLR as well so it's just definitely a common thing for radio presenting to go on Dance with the Stars so maybe it'll be something that I'd be interested in um the third show I'd like to be part of or even just be in the audience of this at least is if you remember Keith Barry used to do a show like kind of during lockdown year kind of thing I think it was in around then I can't quite remember but I remember he used to like magic tricks and be able to read inside people's brains and even like on the like he's been on radio as well doing this and it just sounds and looks so cool and whatever way he's doing it he makes it kind of funny which is a great watch as i said earlier on this in this podcast i love a good belly laugh and if i can get that on a tv even better um so yeah it does look really cool and it's hilarious and it also looks interesting how he does it as well how he's like draw a picture and he's like oh you're after drawing x y or z and he gets it which is kind of mad or he just He's able to know what's going inside your head, which is something that I really want to know. Like, I don't know why, but I really would love, like, to get my fortune told sometime. It'd be just such a great... Imagine the great content I'll get out after the podcast. Like, it'd be so much fun. Um, But yeah, and also what he does is kind of mind-blowing. Like, I know, like, when I watched, like, a few clips from a show, I was, he did, like, a trick with Una Healy and then another one with Ar- Arthur Dessa and Dance with Stars as well, just as I'm kind of on that topic a few minutes ago, just blow your mind and you just like jaw drop type of thing. So definitely 
like being the audience for Keith Barry at least like even be involved would be even more crazy but like I think the audience would be good for me um and then the fourth and last show that I would like to be part of is the Late Late Show I just really like the Late Late Show and how it's just like a general chit chat like a conversation like as I said like a few minutes ago like I really do enjoy watching like shows when there's a bit of conversation a bit of chatter I just absolutely love it like the likes of the Late Late, Ireland AM, Good Morning, the six o'clock show, Today Show I just love them so much when there's a conversation going it's just so relaxing like I just love watching interviews even if I was going to sleep and I couldn't sleep I just, I'm just sticking on any like podcast interview and I'm conked out in like two minutes like the first question asked I'm gone so it's just so relaxing and like obviously Patrick Kielty is doing the Late Late Show now and he seems really good at it like I haven't watched a full Late Late Show yet um obviously the Thai Show is coming up and I've seen like loads of clips and he just seems like he's really enjoying it and he just seems really good at it like I watched when the two Johnnies were on and I've seen like Chase and Abby clips the uh, country music fe- like festival country music special um show and he just looks so well interested in it like he just seems like the person that will be enjoyed to be watched if you get me so yeah that's the late late show as my fourth and final tv show that i'd like to be part of and as for you the listener what tv show would you like to do or would you like to be part of you can let me know seanadal26 on instagram tiktok and twitter i'm also on facebook at sunday funday and you can always email the podcast at sundayfundaypodcast at yahoo.com wait stop if you are listening to this podcast, which you probably are, if you really love listening to Sunday Funday and supporting this podcast, please go and vote Sunday Funday for the Irish Podcast Awards as it will mean so much to me and so much for the podcast. It will mean so much of things for it. And if you can, can make sure you can vote more than once because you can. So every day or so, get on there and vote for Sunday Funday for the Irish podcast listener awards as i mean so much to me but yeah make sure you go and vote for sunday funday thank you everyone we are now at the end of episode 122 of sunday funday thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast it really does mean so much to me and i also would like to say this is my final call out for the last few votes for the Irish Podcast Awards. So make sure you do go vote for Sunday Funday. As as I said, be shortlisted will mean so much to me. So make sure you do go and vote for the podcast. And also while you're at it, don't forget to subscribe, review, rate and share my podcast. Um, and also follow on Spotify so that you'll be reminded of when the podcast goes out every Sunday morning at 10 o'clock um but yeah i guess that's really it for this week's podcast as i said thank you for listening if you want to see more content from me you can on social media seanadal26 on instagram tiktok and twitter facebook is at sunday funday and you can always email the podcast at sundayfundaypodcast at yahoo.com but yeah as i said that's it for this week's podcast 
Thank you so much for listening and I'll be back next Sunday morning at 10 o'clock. So make sure you tune back in.